Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and happy to be here with you. We are talking Step 4, Compassion, and tonight our focus is on kindness. Super excited to be talking Mm -hmm. about this today and continuing on with compassion. And I am just so thrilled to introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing amazing. We are here in Anaheim, California at Disneyland, and we couldn't be more happy to interrupt our playtime and spend time with you. Yes, we are at our happy place. And it is, it has been very nice. Though, I will have to admit, my legs are pretty tired after two days (laughs) of walking. And we have the perfect uh, guest coach on tonight to help us be kind to our bodies. And that is Carla Frank. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Welcome, Carla. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and so happy to hear that you guys are staying active at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Beyond active. I have closed um, all of my things on my phone that I never do. <laughs> so, Carla, why don't you um, introduce yourself to our audience? Tell us what you get to do and who you get to serve. Well, thank you so much. My name is Carla Frank, and I am the founder and chief adventure mentor at Women in Motion, Wim Run the World. And we are a group of ladies getting and staying active later in life, just like Terry and Kelly. Um, I aim to help everyone age gracefully because your body doesn't know how old you are unless you tell it. And if you stop moving, it feels old. And if you keep going at Disneyland, it thinks you're a kid. And when it thinks you're a kid, it acts like you're a kid. And that's why I call myself an adventure mentor as opposed to a coach because this is all about having fun adventures. Mm, I love it. I like it. I like going on adventures. And tomorrow I get to go to Adventure Land. So that's my favorite. Talking. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, tonight we are talking compassion and kindness. So, Carla, what does compassion mean to you? Well, compassion to me means giving yourself grace and accepting yourself where you are and taking care mm-hmm. of yourself. <laughs> And the number one way I take care of myself is to go have some outdoor time. I love being in nature. It helps me recharge. Although sometimes I'll be happy to be at Disneyland, but the problem is there are a lot of crowds there. It makes it a little challenging sometimes. Um, But for me, I like to go out 
and just take a walk with friends or by myself or people watch, especially if you're at Disneyland, people watching is really good. But that helps me get in touch with my body and listen to what it's telling me about how it's feeling. For example, it is uh, 9 o'clock Pacific time, which is way past my normal bedtime. I'm an early riser. So I took a nap when I listened to my body at 5 o'clock, and it said, you need a nap. Uh, So compassion for me is having that conversation with myself about what my body needs and what my brain needs, right? My brain was tired. So I just mm-hmm. think now. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. that. I think I think that uh, you know, for for me, um my birthday is Thursday and Thursday I will turn seventy seven years old, but I have never told myself that's how old I am. So mm-hmm. um I just you know, I'm very active mentally and um physically and like you I I love to get out into nature and I walk almost every day. Sometimes if the weather's inclement, then I don't walk outside, but I love my walks out in, outdoors and I utilize that time to uh, have compassion for myself and kindness for myself. And I also use that time to listen to books, which uh, also feeds my soul. And yep. uh, gives me an opportunity to do that because I it's a routine and I I usually walk for 45 minutes to an hour and that I usually gives me three miles a day and um, that just it really does keep me feeling rejuvenated and and young and people like you're how old and I says no I'm not how old I'm how young <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> and Tuesday oh sorry mind. I didn't mean just, to interrupt you. No, 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 no. It's just a state of mind. It totally is. Tuesday is going to be my 55th birthday. Wow. And I ran I ran my first marathon in honor of my 40th birthday. So uh-huh. I've been at this 15 years, and I can tell you that I am 200% more fit now than I was when I was 39 or 40. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. it you don't necessarily have to decline as you age. It it's all a matter of perspective and how you take care of your body. I was completely yeah. sedentary until I was 40. And mm. I, then I started running seriously and I've done is I've even run three marathons in 3 days and yet I feel better now than I did when I was younger. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's that's great. Amazing. And it's yeah. my quiet time old. as well, kind of like you said, Terry, right? I uh-huh. I went away on vacation with my with my partner for two weeks and I was like, I still need my, my walking time because that's how I get I'm kind to myself. And we did yeah. that even on vacation. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Vacation sometimes is is a e not it's just a time with ease that you can get out because there's you don't have to hurry to go to a meeting or, you know, wake up a half an hour earlier so you can get it in before you're off to work. So and um uh, but I just I I find nature to be such a refreshing component in my life, even if I'm not walking, just going outside barefooted in, in the grass or digging mm-hmm. in my garden and I don't wear gloves because I like the feel of the earth, you know, and the soil. And just uh I didn't know that about myself when I was young either. 
And I think I was in my late 40s when I discovered how much that nourished me uh, to be outside, to be watering in my garden, to be digging in the soil, to be walking and barefoot in the grass. You know, just that groundedness to the to Mother Earth. It just really um, is a way to be kind to myself. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, this month I'll be turning 44. We got all these double um Wow. Double <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and tomorrow my, is, uh, uh, Kelly, Kelly's oldest daughter tomorrow turns, uh, she turns 17, 17. right, Kelly? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at all those January birthdays in your family. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Got yeah, a whole lot of Capricorns there, family. don't they? Yeah, yeah well, ten of us. two of us are Aquarius. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I think I think really being mindful, like you said, of your body needing a nap. You know, um, being mindful of what our body needs is is definitely being kind to our bodies, but you know, but to our whole selves, our mind, our spirit, our physical, you know, all of it. Um, five o'clock today, I wanted to take a nap, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was taking kids on rides and to the bathroom. So <laughs> I think that, but, say, what were you going to say? I was just going to say why it's even more important for you to be kind to yourself because we spend so much time taking care of others and yet we ignore our own mental and physical well-being. Mhm. Yeah, I think that's something that uh I I definitely am um I'm really good at that. And I want to get really good at the other side of that. <laughs> um, and, and yes, I want to be a disciplined land. I want to be taking my kids and making these memories. But also taking that time for myself to be kind for myself. And actually, I just remembered I did sit down and let them go on a few rides without me so I could I could rest. I didn't get to lay down and rest, but I at least wasn't walking around and standing in lines and going up and down and around. So I did do that for myself. Um, and I think that there are ways that we can take those those tiny steps, um, you know, even if we feel like we can't actually do what we want, there's still ways of, of taking our taking care of ourselves to a certain degree, and um, and that is kindness. I feel correct. And another thing that's important is to be kind to your body. I was speaking to someone earlier today who was only 20 years old, and she had a love of running, and ran cross country in high school, and did not pay attention to her body, and mm. so as a result, at 20 years old. She had to have knee surgery. And they oh, wow. told her that if she were 50, they were considered doing a replacement. 
But at her young age, she's even not a candidate for knee replacement. So she's living in pain. And so the most important thing is to take the time to learn about proper form, to listen to what your body's telling you, to develop that mind-body connection so that you know if something's hurting, that you can find a way to adjust and not just say, no pain, no gain. Because the person who made up that statement lied. What they really meant was no soreness, no gain. Because soreness is your body adapting to new challenges, right? We all like to be challenged, both mentally and physically. And that creates some soreness, both in our brains and in our bodies. But pain, something that's sharp and unpleasant and uncomfortable, don't put your body through that. Be kind to yourself and your body, and it will stay with you because you only get one in life, and you want to be like Terry, right, and living in bliss with it in your 70s, 80s, and even 90s. I plan to still be running marathons in my 80s. Yeah, I listen to my body every day so that I know that I'm not asking it to do things that make it uncomfortable. Even when I did the three marathons in three days, I was constantly checking in with my body, making sure that it wasn't uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I I kind of realized that that, you know, you can plan ahead and prepare for things. I went to Iceland with one of my granddaughters. Her parents didn't want her to go on this trip by herself, so I volunteered to go. And I knew that we were going to be walking on glaciers Mm -hmm. and that we were going to be climbing a lot of waterfalls and so I did some additional um, conditioning of my my core, so that I could be strong enough to uh, to navigate uh, the glaciers because you have to wear those spiky shoes on there, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you know the consequences could be quite quite uh, uncomfortable. So it was interesting because I don't know. I think I was in my seventies when I did that as well, but um, there were people much younger than I that wouldn't mm-hmm. even attempt to do that. And it just felt so good to know that I, I had taken that extra preparation to for my body to be able to, to handle that and to handle it with ease. And, uh, and, and it was, it was amazing. And I was so grateful that I could, could do that with her and have that experience. It's, I mean, something I'll never forget. And that, and is that was amazing. Looking ahead. You know, looking at just and who doesn't want to be do who doesn't want to be the fun grandma who can go do that exactly. in her seventies, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. you know, I mean, one of my inspirations was my my own parents who, you know, their bodies started atrophying in their forties because they stopped. They not only stopped moving, they actually really never started, um, mm. and you know, they got the creaky bones early in their forties. But if you keep moving and condition your body that way, it just thinks that that's normal. And it'll just keep going happy as a lark. So who doesn't want to be the cool grandma who can go to Iceland? Not to mention that sounds like a fabulous trip. That's actually on my bucket list. So I can't wait to do that. Yeah, it's not a place I would have ever even thought about going. You know, it just happened to be that that's where her science uh her science class uh, was going because that's one of the few places in the world where you can actually see the plates, the te- like tectonic plates, because you can actually see them where they come together. 
And, wow. Uh, so that's why they that's why they went there, and it was it was it was a fascinating trip. I and again, I probably would have never gone there if it hadn't been for that. But yeah, it's important that we have compassion for ourselves, and one of those components is taking care of our bodies. When we talk about self compassion, it's not just forgiving ourselves and you know being all the other aspects of our mental and emotional well being. A huge component is our physical our physical well-being, because that so much affects our emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my five-year-old right now had a total meltdown over uh, our car losing to the other car in the um, Cars Racer game at Disneyland. <laughs> It's because he is so tired, but he doesn't want to leave the park because he wants to go on more rides. So it's like we we have to listen to our bodies when they say go to sleep or eat some food or, uh, you know, drink some water or, um, you know, we've got some effects of that going on too with everybody's sore legs and um, you know, uh, just general not feeling well because um, we're not used to this kind of movement. You know, we're not used to be going all day and and um, being outside, let alone walking, <laughs> right, from ride to ride, standing for this long, um, you know. And so, you know, when we want to live a full and and adventurous life, we can't just go from sitting and doing nothing to running a marathon, you know? And so it's every day that we're practicing every day that we're conditioning ourselves for the, the adventure of life. That is so true. And it's exactly like you said, Kelly, that if you practice every day, you'll get to reach your goal. So it may sound like running a marathon is daunting, but the reason it seems so daunting is because so many people try to do it without the proper preparation. Just like Terry said that she prepared for her trip to Iceland, right? With proper preparation, everyone can do it. Yeah. I believe that is true. Yeah, I think I used to th- I used to think that I couldn't do all of these things. And then once I started getting fit, they became so easy. And I aspired mm-hmm. to go glacier climbing in in Iceland one day. Um <laughs> just like Terry did. But um yeah. yeah, things that seem challenging if you break them down into the small steps, which is the conditioning every day of being kind to yourself and taking the time to put the work in to ramp up slowly as opposed to just trying to, you know, get there all in one one step, it's going to make a huge difference. And when you reach your goal, you'll feel so good about it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people people are so amazed by my marathons, yet I just did – I started doing it, to be honest, when my, hus- my husband left me. Right, I did it because I was lonely and I needed some time to heal. 
And it turned into a lifelong passion that has given me so many great experiences. I've been able to run in London, in Berlin, in, in Jerusalem, in Athens, Greece, Dublin, Ireland. I mean, places like Terry said that she wouldn't have gone if it weren't for the science project, places I wouldn't have gone if there wasn't a, a race to be run. And I don't mm. win. People always ask if I'm going to win, right? I'm, I'm not an Olympian. I, I may finish last, but that's winning to me because I did it. Absolutely. And I, I Absolutely. went there and I accomplished my goal. And, and that's how I see kindness and compassion for myself. Yeah, and I, yeah. another thing that I, you know, I, I've decided for me is I'm not going to be a runner. I, I am a walker. And walking really works well for me. My, you know, I started doing it, you know, pretty late. Um, and running just jars me. So um, I'm, I'm just, I'm a walker. And I would do walking, and you know, you can do walking marathons and you can do walking. You totally can. Because I can't run, you know, because uh, some people say, well, aren't you going to start running now that you're walking? I said, no, I'm going to keep walking. And I walk fa- I can walk faster. You know, I can do a mile in a half an hour. I mean, three miles in a half an hour instead of 45 minutes if I want to, but I don't need to. My body does me the walking. The walking, you know, the walking does me the good that um, that keeps my heart beat, keeps my blood pressure low, keeps you know all the things that are good indicators. I take no medications, and that's because I because I'm conscious of of the benefits of of the walking. That is spectacular. I have, one of my clients actually is in Orlando. Uh, she just got back. She was there this past weekend for the Dopey Challenge, which is a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon, all in one weekend, 48.6 miles. And she Ooh. finished all four races as a walker. Yeah. So yeah. She, didn't, she didn't run. She didn't jog. She walked. But she completed the races. She got her, her finish medals. She, got the, she had the greatest time. And then, of course, as is tradition after the Disney Marathon weekend, is she went through the park on day five um, yeah. just to relax her muscles after doing her 48.6 miles. Ooh, yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I did a 5K here at Disneyland a few years back because they're not doing them here in in L.A. anymore. And I walked most of it. And I said, when I I did it, I said, okay, as long as I don't get picked up by the too far behind, you know, trolley, then Mm -hmm. I am going to celebrate myself. And I got in way before the trolley, so I was pretty pleased with myself, and it was very exciting. So I have my one medal, <laughs> and it hangs um, on my wall that I look at every day while I'm at my desk, and it reminds me that um, I can do I can do things like that. That is so that is so awesome, Kelly. And you know what? Your speed doesn't matter. Your distance Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. All that matters is that you get out there and have fun and accomplish the goals that you set for yourself. I mean, so many people run faster than I do. Uh, 
it doesn't matter. When I did the Chicago Marathon, it was 82 degrees. It was super hot. And I wasn't going as fast as I would have liked as the, you know, the speed that I had trained for because I listened to my body and the heat, heat is not something that agrees with me. So I slowed down to a pace that I could maintain in that 82 degree heat. And I finished the race two minutes faster than the, fa- uh, the fastest time I'd ever done before. So wow. I was pretty stoked. Now, was, as my father would have said when I was young, would that qualify me for the Olympics? No, most people finished faster than I did, but I had fun and I finished and I set the goal for myself and achieved it. I didn't let the weather bother me. I didn't let the distance bother me. So it doesn't matter how fast you go or if it's a marathon or a half marathon or 5K or even if it's a one-mile fun run. Or even if it's just to walk around the block, wherever you are now, it makes a difference. And your body and in your mind will notice that you're being kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, ladies, we are almost out of time. And I want to give Carla the opportunity to let our audience know where they can find her. And if you have anything coming up, Carla, that you'd like to invite our listeners to, please share that as well. Well, thanks so much. We actually, the WIM group, we meet three times a week for walks and talks. So we take a walk. You can go whatever speed you like, as fast or as slow as you like. It could be a run. It could be a jog. It could be a walk. It could be a hike. And we chat with each other and network along the way. So it gives you something to do and have fun and accountability. And as well as some programs on how to treat your body with respect and understand what your body is telling you. You can find out about all of this on my website, wimruntheworld.com. That's W-I-M, stands for Women in Motion, runtheworld.com. And you can find the link to register to get the Zoom link to join us for our daily walks and find out about our upcoming programs. And we'd love it if your if your listeners would join us. Awesome. Yes. I have yeah. been on some of those walks and they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely come on and join. Um, Terry, any last words? No, I just I think that uh, I love the idea of being an adventure mentor. That uh, that appeals to me. I I love going on adventures and uh, and especially physical adventures. You know, hiking, uh, skydiving, ballooning, ziplining, any of those kind of things that really appeal to me um, because it's like a goal and I did it and I feel so good after that. So I. I love that idea of adventure mentor. I'm going to remember that, Carla. And when I want to take an adventure, I'm going to call on you. (laughs) It would be my pleasure. Yes. I love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Carla, for being here with us tonight. We love having you. And I know that the listeners have gotten a lot of value from being here and listening to this conversation. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to chat with you ladies. Yeah. Well, we went to remind you to connect. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to go on some of your walks with you because it's been a while since we've... we've yes, uh, we've and, we lo- and we love having you. We miss you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thank you. so we want, to, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps of Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you'd like to know more about Fearless Living, go check it out at fearlessliving.org. And you can also find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook as Fearless Generations. We have always got something coming up, so definitely go there and check that out. The thing that we have coming up the soonest is Bridging Fear to Freedom, a six-week class with Terry and I, where we walk you through the four no's of fearless living and teach you the antidote and what you want to do instead of. So thank you everybody for being here again with us tonight. We invite you to come back and be with us next Monday. And until then, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Carla. Have a great day. Enjoy Disneyland. Thank you. Bye. Bye.